Welcome back to another edition of the Jamie J Podcast. This is, of course, your host, Jamie J. And oh my gosh, can you believe it's been a week already? Wow! Talk about time flying. Hey, today we're going to get serious about maintenance. It's a show that Mick and I did a couple months back there, and it was just so important. There were so many golden nuggets out of this to really understand how to maintain your business. So go ahead, get ready, strap on in, tune in to this amazing episode of the Jamie J Podcast. I'm a man on fire Sounds crazy but I never lose Oh you know I'm gonna get it All I got to do I came to do I'm a man on fire And my day is overdue This burn is never gonna stop Do what I came to do I'm a man on fire Welcome everyone to the show today Really excited to have y'all here watching us, joining in, listening in, however you're getting a hold of us. Yep, maintenance is key. Whether we're talking um, equipment, uh, whether we're talking, I've, I've been watching some F1 stuff on Netflix there, and I was never much into F1 there, but started watching it, Formula One, and it's like, this stuff's pretty good. And one of the things that I noticed is some of the guys, they wanted to stretch it out. They wanted to go that extra lap or two to get ahead of everyone. But here's what happened. Almost every single time I would watch that, almost every time I, I, I would see it, they'd get out there, they'd get ahead, they'd be winning, they'd be doing it. And all of a sudden the tires, you could feel it in the tires. They weren't gripping anymore. And almost all the time they're running themselves into the wall. They thought that by putting off that maintenance, that they could just get that little bit further. Now, sometimes the play plays off, but in the majority of the time that play is not going to play. And it's especially important with your business as well. What are you doing? to actually maintain your business. And I'm not talking about putting silicone around the windows and stuff like that. I'm talking about maintaining it to ensure that you have future success. Now, Mick, this idea came, We again, we talked a little bit behind the scenes there, but the idea of maintenance to really take care of your business, where do we start with this? What are some of the areas or maybe what's the most important area that we have to really consider when we're talking maintenance in our business? So I think... Um, with business, it all starts at the top. So I think the first and most important place to start with maintenance is with the leaders, the owner of the business. What are you doing to maintain your mindset, your energy, your body, you know, your your self-care for you as the leader. You can't drive, be focused, be clear, do all of the really important stuff that you need to do to make your business successful if you are exhausted, tired, stressed, run into the ground, no matter how much stuff there's to do, and look, let's be real, in business, there's always so much to do. No matter how much there is to do, you need to prioritize your maintenance first. You need to block that time out because if you aren't at your best, you can't achieve all the things you need to achieve. And look, who here has pushed through, pushed through, and worked through when they're fully yeah. exhausted and Let's be real. Are you performing at your best? Did those tasks take you probably twice as long as they should or 50% longer than they should? Yep. yep. It doesn't make sense. Whether it's people just don't work at their best when they've run themselves into the ground. So you need to be prioritizing that maintenance, that self-care. That's the first and foremost for me and maintenance in a business. 
Definitely. And I'm definitely going to agree with that. I noticed for myself last night. So for the last couple of days, I've been I've been working on something behind the scenes here that I'm pretty excited about. It's helping. Um, it's going to help some people in my ultimate business development uh, program, my premier program to really get clear on who that best version of themselves is. It's some scripting. It's a bunch of stuff that I've got going on. And I was here last night. I mean, I got in early in the morning. I probably got in about 630 a.m. And yesterday it was 630 p.m. And I was still here. And here I was, I was trying, any of you know me, you know how much I love that word try, but here I was trying to keep going, trying to keep on pushing through because I'm like, man, there's just, you know what, there's just another 10, 20 lines of code that I've got to get in here that I've got to put in to get this all there. And I said, you know what, I'm struggling, I'm not enjoying this, I'm hungry, it's time to go eat, and I shut everything down. Best thing I could have ever done. Why? Because when I took care of myself, when I maintenance myself, I maintenance my mindset, I maintenance my body, I took care of those things. I came back this morning and I absolutely crushed it out. I've been playing with it. I've, I've been playing with some of the scripting stuff and what's coming out is just absolutely beautiful. It's really going to create something magical and exceptional for those clients of mine. But I wouldn't be in this place if I tried to push it through last night just to get it done, just to go that extra lap without really taking care of myself. The other thing when it comes to mindset, though, and, you know, we talk about mindset a lot because mindset matters most. Mindset yeah. truly, absolutely matters most. And when you're the leader, I believe that it's your responsibility and your duty not only to take care of yourself, not only to make sure that you're maintaining your own mindset, but also enabling and giving your team members those same tools. Where in your business are you really making that mental health, that mental maintenance a priority? Right? I see it. Everyone's looking for productivity. Yeah, we got to get more out of these people. We got to squeeze more out. We've got to do more stuff. We've got to get more out of these people. But the truth is, is when we squeeze, we squeeze, we squeeze, at some point we run out of juice to squeeze out of. What if instead we actually implemented some mindfulness practices? We actually gave our people, our team members, a few of those tools so that not only us as the leaders are, are, are applying it, it's also the whole team doing that same thing. Right? I'm a big, big, big believer in sharing that knowledge and sharing those impactful tools out there that can really, truly go make a difference. Now, I get it. It's like, well, Jamie, that's going to take away from, from, from time. It's going you know, to interrupt our meetings. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. Here's something to really consider and Mix already highlighted on this is the fact that when we invest in ourselves by taking that time, by maintenancing ourselves, by maintenancing each of our team members, we can actually do one hell of a lot more. The scripting that I was talking about probably took me maybe an hour to do it this morning. If I would have tried to struggle through last night, I'd have probably been here for another two and a half hours. It really wasn't feasible for me to keep going. What did I do? I went home. I relaxed. I chilled out a little bit. I knew what my plan was for today. Boom, I came in and I absolutely crushed it out. Mindset matters most. Share it. Share it with your team. Share it with yourself. But practice it on a constant, consistent basis as well. It'll make all the difference in the world for you. Other thoughts, Mick, other areas. We got mindset. I mean, that's, that's Look, a big one. Where else do we have to maintenance our business? That's huge, Jamie. And I just want to reinforce one yeah. thing you said there. You practice it daily. You do this regularly. You do maintenance. You don't change your oil in your car once. You do it every time it's required. You practice this mindfulness stuff, this maintenance on yourself, your mindset every single day. Every day, not just once a month you spend a bit of time 
getting your mindset right. It's every day. You practice it every day. Maintenance. So there's other areas of your business. So every business that um, should have systems in place. Your systems need maintenance. Review, check over them. Is the is the process working? What What's happening here? All of your systems need maintenance, whether they're digital systems, whether they are manual process systems. This is how we do this process. Manufacturing, whether it's the system you use to serve your clients on in an online business, they all require maintenance. So, and that first starts with a review of those systems. Check over them. Is it all working the way it should? Is there anything I need to tweak here? Work through your systems and make sure that they're operating at their peak. And if you find something that's not, you would tweak, you adjust, you repair, you fix, you do whatever you need to do to make sure that system keeps working at its optimum. And I know that sounds like a huge task and you're like, yeah, but it works. I don't need to worry about my systems. Reviewing your systems and checking and tweaking is key to making sure that you've got an efficient process that it's working because it's so easy. And Jamie, you would have seen this tens of hundreds of times when you work with business owners, people get comfortable with what they're doing and they just do it. And like, yeah, that's just how it's done. And you don't ever review the system and you don't see, and, and a good analogy, you can't see the forest for the trees because you're in the middle of the system and you can't actually see that there's a bottleneck or that there's a hold up or that the process needs a bit of an adjustment because that's the process and you're just following it and it's not efficient or there's something that needs adjusting and that's where having a coach or an advisor or someone come in and help you with that review is an external set of eyes you know this maintenance may be required once a year a bit more a bit less frequently but it's critical that you review your systems and tweak and adjust and maintain what are your thoughts jamie yeah, huge, 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 huge. And this is really coming back to those ideas of standard operating procedures. Yeah, I get it. SOPs, they're boring. They suck to write all that sort of stuff. I know all about it. <clears throat> I wrote SOPs for an entire couple of years there. I hated it, but I understood the impact of what it would do and how it would make a really radical difference in the business. It gave us that guide. It gave us the operating manual right? Standard operating procedures. It was the operating manual for really truly how the business was going to run. And the key checkpoints, the key timelines, the key maintenance schedule of when we would have to look into things and do things. Um, <clears throat> if I think about warehousing, right? There's certain things that have to happen certain times. The, the, if you're shipping something out, everything's got to be packaged up and ready to go. If you don't have it done in that proper time frame with all the proper stuff in there, your order's not going to go out. Your client's going to be frustrated. They're not going to get what it is they ordered. When we follow that procedure and we look for those opportunities to be able to make those small shifts, make those tweaks, make those improvements, i.e. maintenance the process, when we're doing that on a consistent basis, we're going to see radical growth. I, like, like you said, Mick, I, I've hundreds, if not thousands of times with all the people that I've worked with, right? I'm sure with my clients and, you know, no making fun of me out there right now, but when I'm preaching on those standard operating procedures, the stuff that you guys love so much, trust me, it's the one thing, the one of the biggest things that you can do for your business that's going to set you up for business success. I'm going to explain a little bit. <clears throat> one, of my, one of my clients down in Florida, just an amazing client of mine, and he's recently expanded out his practice. And he, he, he's purchased a new practice there. It's coming on board. They've got a couple things that they're working on right now. But one of the key things that he recognizes is new practice that, he, uh, that, that, that he's purchased 
One of the reasons why he went in and, and jumped on it so quickly is that there was a full guide, a full system of exactly everything that had to be done, including that maintenance schedule. When they were looking at things, how they were looking at client attraction. He shared a little bit about client attraction with me, and I, I know what he pays for, for marketing, all that sort of stuff. Um, this other company, interestingly enough, is maybe a tenth of what he's paying in his marketing budget. But I'll tell you what, the, the rewards, the results of that marketing is astronomical. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to get a hold of those standard operating procedures, look at what's happened, and go and maintenance his company based on what he's found out, what he's discovered by, by purchasing this other company. It's really, really, really great stuff when you go ahead and you establish where you can do it. Now, another area that we want to think about maintenancing is maybe when we're looking at client attraction. Right. How many clients are we reaching out to of those clients? How many conversations are we having with them? How many of those conversations are meaningful conversations? Mm -hmm. How many turn into actual appointments booked or potential sales calls? And of those, how many actually convert into true sales? Looking at your sales figures, is there opportunity to be able to tweak some of that extra added value. What else could you add on? Is it a membership to something else? Is it some extra pieces, some extra value? Here, let's pick on a salon, for example. You go in, you get your haircut. Now you can see I don't, I don't need many of those haircut things. I'm pretty good at that. But nonetheless, you go into the salon. Great, you go get your haircut. I don't know what haircut costs, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is. But think about this. If I get my hair colored, maybe I need some special shampoo to maintain that color. Maybe I need some other stuff. Maybe I need some conditioner. Oh, by the way, you notice, I noticed a little bit of redness on your skin. We've got this really great cream. That $100 haircut, when we maintenance the process, when we really take care of the process, that $100 haircut can turn into a $250 sale. And I think it can be done fairly easily and effortlessly. This is the advantage of that, of constantly looking, of constantly measuring where we're at to find those small areas in which we can make massive, massive, massive differences. That's, that's huge, Jamie, and sitting back and looking at it and go, as you do your maintenance, what else does this vehicle need to perform yeah. better? Yeah. If it's your sales process, the outcome is to sell more or, or make bigger sales or improve your process. So what else does this vehicle need? What else does this process need to perform better? Oh, not only are you maintaining, you're adding accessories, you're adding things to improve your process. Yeah, it's a key part. And that's, that's a brilliant, brilliant idea there, Jamie. And, and when you're looking at the process, it's how do I make this better? How does this perform at its peak? How, whatever the process is, whether it's your sales process or your customer care process, how can I make sure my customers get even more? Oh, oh, hang on a minute. So all of a sudden we're going to give more, do more, looking at the process to make it better, this maintenance. So the third area, I think, Systems is a huge, huge area. And again, you don't need to review your systems and do maintenance on your systems every day, but you should be doing it regularly every year, every week, every month, doing some maintenance on your systems. And systems is a huge, huge topic. And Jamie said it before, once you've got SOPs, standard operating procedures on how you do things, how you interact, how you deal with customers, whatever the process is, it's a game changer. It takes it all out of your head and it makes it consistent and standard and makes your business 10 times more valuable because no matter who comes in, they know exactly how to interact to get the same outcome. 
Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. You know, I, I want to tag. I want to tag in here because this is a really valid point to what you're saying there, Mick. Again, let's bring it back to the car analogy. Hey, a lot of us are car guys out there. Think about it. We change our oil in our engine every five thousand kilometers. But here's the thing: how often are we changing our transmission fluid? We might only be changing it every fifty thousand kilometers, one to ten. There's a lot of areas in our business where it's the same thing. We're going to be doing other things more frequently as well. Not everything is always on the same maintenance schedule, on that same PM schedule. There's going to be different, different maintenance intervals depending on what that thing in the business. So I, just, I want to throw that in there. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And you're right. It's not everything's done as often as each other. They've all got different maintenance schedules, but it's really important that you follow that maintenance schedule. You're like, ah, oh, the system works. We won't, we won't bother with that this year. We'll, we'll do that another time when we, when we need to. Yep. You skip your maintenance. It's a short-term game. You may get some improvements. Yes, you don't have to spend the 10 hours reviewing your systems. And you can do something else. But then the system breaks down later. It's For the sustainability of your business, you need to do your maintenance. Yeah. Next area, I think... And like I said, systems is a huge area. So the next area to do your maintenance is, I think, in your equipment, in your actual, whatever it is you do, you use, whether if you're online, your computers, your 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 actual hardware infrastructure. And when I said maintenance, when we said maintenance and started about this topic, first thing that comes to mind is, oh yeah, I get my vehicle serviced. But that's the third, that's the third thing because that's a physical piece of equipment. And yes, it needs its maintenance like everything else does. But first it needs to be mindset, then it's your systems. Because if you don't have the systems in place to make sure you're getting your maintenance on your vehicles, you won't have the, you won't have that scheduled in as well. So the next is your equipment, whether you're in a manufacturing, whether you're in a, a coffee shop, you know, how often do you get your coffee machine serviced? How often do you get your fridges serviced? How often do you get your air conditioner serviced? Yeah, they were on fine. I don't need to get them serviced until they break down. Missing maintenance is a short term, and this is where your hardware and your and your physical assets in your business is critical to make sure they're getting ma maintained and having a system in place to make sure that the maintenance is done on time when it needs to be. Jamie, hardware. Yeah. Oh man, um, big time, big time. Hardware, software. It's the things that run your business. Look. I, I previously in my last life there, I worked for the world's largest equipment dealership. Um, we sold Caterpillar equipment. It was the world's largest equipment dealership. And one of the things that we um, that we realized is that um, Caterpillar was no longer going to support the operating system that they had been up to that point. Now, to show you how antiquated it was, and this is probably going back, uh, what, 10, 11, 11 years, something like that. We were on a DOS-based system. 11 years ago. So <laughs> I know, right? DOS-based system. Was it time to maintenance that part of the business? Absolutely. Now, here's the thing. Did it cause some major pains? Absolutely. Like this was a three-year process for us to be able to, number one, decide what operating system that we wanted to go with, a Windows-type-based operating system. Then there was all the development, the testing, everything that had to go into it. That short-term pain, because really it is, I mean, this is almost a 100-year-old company. So that's really three years, that's pretty small peanuts in the big picture of things, right? That's really small peanuts in the, in, in the big picture of things. But that small amount of time, that small amount of pain, even though, hey, when you're in it, it felt like forever. It felt like every single bit of pain. That small bit of pain was absolutely worth it because what they've got now is they've got a stable system. They can upgrade. They can work with it. They can do a bunch of things. 
right? My computer, the computer that I'm running off of right now. Um, I, 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 I'm a Mac guy. I love Mac. Um, I started out with a MacBook Pro, went to a MacBook Air, just needed, didn't need as much there. And when I started doing a lot more of this, producing a lot more content and all that, I recognized, you know what? It was time for me to go ahead and upgrade the equipment. So what did I end up doing? Boom, back on with another MacBook Pro because I needed something that would actually maintain, do it all. And it's all that. It's that constant evolution, being okay to spend either your time or your hard-earned money to put it back into the business. A lot of people think, yeah, I'm going to start a business. I don't need much of anything. And I'll just take all the money and I can you know, go sit on the beaches of Hawaii or wherever I'm going. It's not about that, right? A good portion of your business proceeds are going to go back into maintaining your systems, maintaining what you've got, whether it's upgrading subscriptions, taking care of the hardware that you need. I mean, look at this what's what's this pandemic done for us it's put us into this place where everything is done via camera now there's rarely a time now where i actually get on the phone and talk to someone right it's like hey zoom me yeah let's do a zoom let's do a zoom everything is zoom these days what does it take for that it takes some decent quality technology and stuff you know the the the, the cameras on these laptops they're not the greatest so what do we do we upgrade that i'm running through a dslr right now all right, I've got all the equipment, everything to run it through DSL, DSLR to provide a quality picture. That's maintenancing the business as well. Because if I was on here, Mick, you were on here, we were all in the grainy stuff where you couldn't even see us, right? You're not going to get that same level of impact and same level of exposure out there. So yeah, when it comes to hardware, when it comes to your business, when it comes to the things that you need, look at where you can invest into that. And it is an investment. It's not a cost. It's an investment into your business success. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie, and making sure you invest that money. And I'm going to pose a question here in a sec, making sure you invest that money into your systems, into your hardware, making sure you're reviewing what you need to do. But when it comes to spending money, you've allocated some money to reinvest back in for your maintenance. How do you decide what needs upgrading or what you should do? Or what's the what's the key here when you're making those decisions? Yep. Decision making model, my DMM straight up makes it really simple really easy really fun for me what does that mean though i'm looking at things that maybe don't necessarily cost a lot of money although that doesn't preclude that i'm not going to spend money on it what else am i looking for things that i can maybe implement fairly quickly all right if it's like oh my gosh i've got to implement my or i've got to upgrade my entire erp and it's going to take two years to do it that might not be something at this point in my business where i'm at that i would want to tackle Whereas if it's something like, yeah, you know what? We need a new subscription to the Microsoft Office suite or whatever it is. That's kind of a no brainer. You pay the money, boom, you got access just like that. It's simple. What else am I looking to do? Things that I don't have to really spend a lot of time learning on. So I'm looking to save time. I'm looking to conserve the money that I have in order to be able to invest and things that are relatively easy to do. Right. Complexity. Complexity is really, truly the enemy to execution. And if we're in that place where we're looking at things that are just highly complex. Right. I'm going to give you an example here. A StreamYard that we're on right now. We've used StreamYard for over a year right now. Why? Because it's really simple for us to get this message out there. It's really simple for us to share this information out there. We hop on. Takes me a couple minutes to put it into place. Is there other things that I could use? Sure, I could have a combination of a stream deck, of um, a bunch of different other streaming software, some different streaming services online. But I don't do it because it's complex, right? I've looked at some of the stuff, and eventually, yes, I'm probably going to have to go there. 
right? To actually, you know, produce proper and stuff like that. But what I've recognized for the most part, when I'm doing my trainings, which I mentioned that in a second here, but when I'm doing my trainings, it's through Zoom. Why? Zoom is simple, right? It's really easy to utilize and it works. It does the trick for now, right? StreamYard, it works great for us. We get out there, it broadcasts to seven, eight different locations, makes it simple for us. It does the trick for us. It's not overly complicated or it's not overly complex. That's why when we chose, because think about this, Mick, you remember back back in the early days when we first started out, you know, we were trying to do the Zoom thing. We were trying to get it going on. Ah, we struggled a little bit, but we got it going on. But it wasn't getting to all the de different destinations. It wasn't getting to everyone that we wanted to. So we had to look at it. What's going to do it? What's going to make it simple for us to get the live show out there to do it? StreamYard happened to be a really great choice for us. Boom, we implemented it. It was easy. Like <laughs> it was one week we were on Zoom. Next week we were on StreamYard. I don't think we've ever looked back. No. And it's way, way simpler. And you've touched on a really key point there, Jamie, is spending the money and doing the maintenance with where you're at. Yeah. Where you're at is key. Knowing where you're at and what stage in your business you are. Yeah, we there's bigger systems. When you're just starting out, I, I could do A, B, and C, and this is what I could do. Sure. But realistically, I don't really need that. Right now, this is what I need. This is all I need. Yep, I will have to do that in the future, and that's using your DMM, your decision-making model, to mm -hmm. re recognize that that's a future investment I'm going to need to make. And that's where you can, if it's a big investment, you need to put money aside for that and you can plan for it because you know that in the future, you're going to need to upgrade to A, B and C, whatever it is, whether it's a new piece of equipment, new machinery, you know, if you're a, a signage company, new printers, you know, whatever it is. So you know that you're going to have to upgrade in the future and that's about being strategic and planning your maintenance in advance and knowing that that's happening so you can be prepared. But doing this maintenance on the systems with where you're at. And that's why it's important to do the maintenance, because if you're not doing the maintenance, you're not reviewing, you're not checking how the process works, you won't realize where the shortfalls are for the future. Yeah. If you skip yeah. the maintenance, you'll continue to use the same. And I've seen this hundreds of times when you work with businesses, you go in and talk to them and they're using a system that they've outgrown and they've, they've outgrown it for years and they're still using it. And it's the huge biggest bottleneck to their processes, their success. And you help them, you advise them, you coach them you, and they upgrade the system and it revolutionizes their business. And they think, why did we do this years ago? It's because they didn't do the maintenance on their business. They didn't review, they didn't check, they didn't plan for the future. So it's really key. And like exactly. I said, how, how many times have you heard that, by the way? How many times have you heard that? Geez, I wish I would have done this sooner. Tell you what, if I had a hundred bucks for every time I've heard it, I would be rich. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. And that's where it's a really key to strategically look at your business and get someone in to help with the process. That's where, you know, get an advisor, get a consultant, get a coach, get someone to come in to help you review your business and have a look where it's at. They can see things that you're missing. And if you've been in business a few years, it's even more important to have that big look at your business every year, every um, couple of years to make sure it's going where it needs to go and that you've got the systems you need and the processes you need and the equipment you need to be successful going forward. Jamie, you, you touched on something before with training. Yeah, yeah, training. So... One of the things when we talk about, you know, it's not just mindset, it's also about maintaining the knowledge that we have. And we've got to be aware of some of those great tools, skill sets, knowledge 
that we can take in at every time. Now, this is a little bit of a tie-in. It's a little bit self-serving, but I'm going to take it anyways. Uh, myself, <laughs> I'm running my business development boot camp that's coming up on uh, April 19th to the 22nd. It's four days, four consecutive days in which I'm going to jump in and share four very key skills, very key tools that are good to help any single business out there radically grow, radically increase their productivity so that they can begin getting the results they want. What's really great about this is that's another great way that you can maintain, whether you sign up for my program, whether you sign up for anyone's program, go actively looking to find where you can increase that knowledge. Look, I want to relate this into employee engagement because I think this is a really great, great point to put this in here. We want to make sure that we're maintaining our, our, our high level of engagement with our employees, with our team as well. Companies will do employee, employee engagement surveys, EOS, all that sort of stuff. They will go ahead with that. But here's the thing. Employees, what they absolutely love is a couple things. Number one, when you publicly recognize them for something that they've done, feels good. You know, I, I, I've been in that place many times where someone's publicly called me out, but that calling out's been in a really great way. But the second thing is, is when that employer or when that, you know, lead contractor or whatever steps up and says, hey, guess what? I'm going to get you all some training. It's something that I've done, that I found for myself that's been incredibly impactful. I want each and every one of you to have it as well. Now, that's something really simple, especially for some of the programs out there, like my program itself. Um, it, it's free. It's actually the last time it's going to be free because I've got something really cool coming up that's really going to make a difference for um, uh, I, I'm going to work with a charity and um, it, it's going to be something pretty cool. I don't want to give all the details out here yet. But I mean, for something that's free, something that I spent, I can't tell you how many thousands of hours training for and then training other businesses through my time in past positions, whether it was with Tony Robbins or whatever, taking that knowledge and sharing it out there, it's definitely going to make a massive, massive, massive impact in those business operators, those business owners who are really, truly committed to their business success. That's another great way to do some maintenance, get that training. Get that knowledge out there. Look, there's plenty of people doing it out there. Um, one of the big ones that I also love to talk about there, uh, Kerwin Ray, he's got his accelerator program coming up. I believe it's in the beginning of May that that bad boy is going to be coming up. That's another great one to jump into. I mean, Kerwin shares. I had a big props, big respect for Kerwin. He just shares like a mad dog and, you know, check it out. It's his, his, his accelerator program. And that's another really great outstanding thing. That's a great way to go ahead and maintenance your team, maintenance your business to make sure everyone on your team has that same level of knowledge, has that same level of experience so that they can come from the same way and have that same team, that same herd mindset to move you further forward faster. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And I think it's, you touched on something that's really important there. It's doing that training, doing that skills, maintenance, doing maintenance on your knowledge. Yeah. But having having a review of where you're at what you need to know where you where your gaps in your education are because the thing is with knowledge is you don't know what you don't know yep so being strategic having that doing that maintenance you're like all right sweet so what do i need what do i need what skills do my team need what what do i need to learn to take our business to the next level all right well i think we need to do a b and c and that's where you can go look like jamie's program's free um you've got Kerwin's uh, accelerator program and then Nissi, which is not free, but it's a outstanding program, oh. unbelievable program. And you can go and look at these programs and go, right, well, that's the skill set I need. 
jump in on it, plan for it, do the maintenance, allocate money in your budget every year for investing in knowledge, whether it's for your team or yourself. You should have a training budget if you're a big business because yes. it's key. Your people are the key and giving them the skills to be successful is the is going to be the foundation for your sustainable success. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's a must. It, having that education budget, having that training budget to be able to bring that person in, whether it's a coach, a mentor, uh, a trainer, whatever it is, to provide something continuous and ongoing. You know, Mick, you and I, we both have some, uh, you know, some really great clients out there, some business clients who are really looking to have their entire team involved. Right, that's mm. something that you know both Mick and I that we provide. We love working with teams. You know, one of my biggest takeaways from, you know, doing the all the coaching calls that I have, well over 7,000 paid coaching calls, one of the things I recognized when it was only one of the team leaders, rarely if ever would that 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 information be utilized to its fullest. What I mean by that is you've got one person maybe in an executive team of 7. Well, this one person's got all these great ideas and they're going in, they're excited, they want to implement but quickly what happens is that excitement, that, that, that high energy, it gets eroded because you've got seven or six other people that are coming from a different perspective that haven't had that same knowledge imparted on them that really don't see that value because they don't understand, right? Look at something that is investing in your entire team. If you're the leader, here's one other thing, participate. Even if you've done it before, participate. You're not any better than your team. When you sit in with your team and you're an active participant in that training along with your team, even if you've already done it once before, what's that going to do? It's going to set an entirely new standard for the business as well. Well, look, there's, you know, there, there's Sally and Sally's participate. Sally's the big boss, but look, Sally's right in on this too. Hey, we're learning the same stuff as Sally. This must be some really good shit. And the truth is, is that it absolutely is. Have that budget set aside, even if you're small, even if you're just a, you know, a, a solopreneur at this point. And here's the thing. I don't really believe anyone's actually a solopreneur because I really always believe that no matter how small of a role that people play, there's always someone on your team, whether it's your, you know, your bookkeeper, your accountant that you use once a year. Right. Rarely, if ever, is there really a true solopreneur that's doing absolutely everything themselves. Even if you're in that place, though, start to think about some budgeting. And start to think about, okay, what's it going to cost me to get a really top level high end mentor or teacher, trainer, whatever it is to help me see the things that I can't see, but most importantly, give me the skills, share with me the skills, the knowledge, uh, the tools to be able to quickly grow and scale that business. That's another part of maintenance and that's setting yourself up so that you can run your business just like your vehicle for a long time to come. And that's right. And the whole purpose of the maintenance is to make sure that it lasts a long time because yeah. you don't want to start a business for one two years and what is it i think 96 percent of all businesses fail in the first five years or two years or something it's yeah 95 percent of all businesses fail within the first five years 90 percent 95 percent of all startups fail within the first five years so, shocking you know doing your maintenance will help your business run for the next 10 15 20 years so that you've got a vehicle that creates change that has an impact that creates some financial abundance for you and your family yeah doing the maintenance not skipping the scheduled things not yeah in the short term you can make a huge impact and you can skip all that stuff and you can make heaps of money but it's not sustainable that's right if you skip the maintenance if you don't do the work your business will fail it's that simple 
It doesn't matter how long you've been in business, you can't skip the maintenance. Yeah. And like Sammy said, having that budget training, you can't just do maintenance. If you just change the tires on your car, that's the only maintenance you do. That'll be great. You'll have great tires, but the engine will break down. Yep. You got to do, you know, you don't change the change emission oil very often, but if you never change it, your transmission will blow up. Exactly. You've got to do the maintenance on your business. You've got to do all of the maintenance on all the areas of your business. And like I said, you don't have to do it all the time for every area of your business every day, but you need you can't skip that yearly review of your systems. You can't skip that maintenance of your hardware and making sure that your process to get your equipment, your assets serviced. You can't. You, yep, I need that. I need that vehicle on a job. Great. That's good today, but then it breaks down and you don't have it for a week while it's waiting to be fixed. So get your maintenance, put your systems in place so these things can happen. It's critical, critical that you do that for long-term success. We want all of your businesses and the businesses that we work with to be successful into the future, not just be make up a lot of money really quickly and then disappear. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's an investment in yourself. It's not a cost. It's not a cost. Get anyone that's thinking, well, this is going to cost me for training. This is going to cost me for mentorship or whatever. It's not a cost. This is not a cost whatsoever. This is an investment in your business's future, right? Would you invest in your child? Would you get them the best education, the best food, the best clothes, whatever it is? Sure, we would. Absolutely, we would invest in them. And it only makes sense to absolutely, if you're a business operator, if you're a business owner, to really invest in one of your number one biggest assets, right? Think about it, if, even just your time, your time alone, the time that you're spending in your business that's maybe away from your family and all that, that's a significant investment. Doesn't it make sense to give it every single unfair advantage that you can give it by investing in it with knowledge, with maintenance, with taking care of it so that it can truly grow into the full potential that, that, that it's ultimately you know available for it? I believe it is. I absolutely believe it is. No question. I absolutely, I absolutely believe it as well, Jamie. And you said something that's really key there. It's it's an investment in your future sustainability. Yeah. And getting the unfair advantage, you know, working with someone like Jamie or myself to review that business, to fix those systems, to improve your productivity, and it's absolutely critical. It's an investment of time, of of money sometimes, but it's not a cost. It's not a cost. The minute you start talking about cost, it's something that's unnecessarily, it's an investment in your future sustainability. Do the maintenance, do the work, and don't skip it. It's a short-sighted plan to skip your maintenance. Mm -hmm. Long-term success, sustainability. Yeah, yeah, no question. It'll cost, cost you less in the long run. Yes, invest in your business. It will cost you less in the long run, and that's the absolute truth. I think that kind of brings us to the close here. I just want to give a shout out here. If you're interested in stepping up in joining my business development bootcamp, if you've got that time and let's face it, time is all it's going to cost you. Time is an investment into yourself, into your business. If you're ready to step up and figure out the keys to be able to grow your business radically, learn the number one secret that most business operators are missing out on, but most importantly, learn how to quickly properly closed deals, then you deserve to jump into the business development bootcamp. It's really simple. 
shoot us a comment on this post, send me a direct message. Let me know that you want in. Again, this is no risk. This is no sales thing. I got nothing to sell you. What I've got is a ton of information, a ton of knowledge that I am more than happy. Why? Because I never, ever, ever want to see any business operators, any business owners struggling back like I used to back in the days of my startup. If I can make a difference for you, if I can share one or two or three pieces of knowledge, it's going to make a radical difference for you so that you can move further, faster towards your ultimate outcomes, then you know damn well that I'm in on that. Shoot us a comment, shoot me a direct message, shoot Mick a direct message, whatever it takes, we can get you the link to get signed up. You, your business absolutely deserves it. It absolutely does. And jump in on Jamie's program. It's phenomenal. He shares a ton of value and him and I have the same passion. We can give all that information to make the difference for one, even one business to change that doesn't have to struggle that way. That's why we do this. That's why we started the show. That's why we worked so well together is because we both have a passion for making sure that businesses get what they need. So if you have make the time, jump in on Jamie's program. It starts on the 19th, 20th in Australia. Um, jump in. It's free. All that's going to be is an investment of your time, hour and a half a day. Jump in. It will be worth every second. Don't miss it. Jump in on the program. Absolutely. With that said, thank you everyone for being on the show today. I'm so glad that you all joined us, listened in. Hopefully you've gotten some really great tips of how to maintain and maintenance your business so that it can be there for the long run. Absolutely. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. And thanks for joining in. Excellent. We'll see you all next week.